In today's show, we've got news about holiday dining experiences, uh, where you can learn how to draw uh, Disney villains. Disneyland candlelight processional dates have been announced. We've got meetup info, trivia info, and so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castle from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Hey, we couldn't do this show without our good friends over at Destination to Travel. It doesn't matter what you're planning on doing. A cruise... Uh, an Australian vacation, a European vacation. Maybe you're trying to do a honeymoon extravaganza. Maybe you just want to go to all of the Disney theme parks all around the world. Or maybe you just want to go to see your cousins up in New Jersey. It doesn't matter what kind of travel you're doing. Our destinations to travel friends can get you there and get you there in style. And I know a lot of people like to plan their own Disney vacations and all that stuff. But here's the thing. Uh, These folks know what they're doing. They can find ways to save you time. They can find ways to save you frustration. And they can find ways to save you money. Uh, And it doesn't cost you a dime. So let our friends at Destinations to Travel step in and help you at every stage of your vacation Planning. The best way to do that is to fill out the form at DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel, and someone will get back to you. And we have two new promotions uh, for up to 25% off on select resorts, and Florida residents can save up to 35%. All you have to do is uh, let them know at Destinations to Travel. Again, DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel for Destinations to Travel. Thanks so much, guys, for being a sponsor of the show. Uh, it's a great partnership, and we're privileged to have them. It's not only our, our travel partners, but our friends. So uh, go check them out. How you doing tonight, T? Doing good. 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 Yeah. Good. How was your weekend? Did you do anything fun? Uh, a movie, Gemini Man, not really Disney related. <laughs> How was it? Was it good? <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Yeah? It wasn't bad. Uh, the storyline's a little weak, but it is, uh, it was in, it was shot in 4K, 3D, and then high def, what they're calling HDFR, high definition frame rate, shot wow. at 126 frames a second. Yikes. Yeah. So let me tell you, it looked like this stuff was with the 3D. It looked like it was actually happening in front of you, like wow. you can like touch Will Smith's head. Uh, like I said, the story's kind of weak, but the 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 cinematic experience was phenomenal. Right, phenomenal. So was it bad like Wild Wild West? No. Or was it kind of decent like the first Bad Boys? Uh, kind of decent, like the first Bad Boys. It it's a story that we've seen before. You know, government creates clone, clone, you know, uh, has to uh, go and then go out and kill, you know, peoples. Uh, except for this person was the original person of the cloning. You know, mm-hmm. uh, think of it almost like a multiplicity with uh, Michael Keaton, except <laughs> with, with a weaponized person <laughs> and and no stupid clone. Yeah. And, and the other thing, too, I will tell you that I've seen, uh, we'll talk about on a couple of talk shows now is uh, 
the younger version of Will in the movie is not CGI. It's a computer generated. So they went and got all Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. CGI stands for I understand generated. that. But what they did was they went out and got clips and video of Will, like uh, f- uh, pr- uh, Prince of Bel-Air, Wild Wild West, uh, Six Degrees of Separation, and took that Will and put him in the movie. Uh, and they created this person completely from scratch. So I'm like, well, if they can do that, well, why don't they do that in every movie and just get rid of all these actors and stop paying them $14 million? Right. <laughs> What well, if I can can create you? What what the hell do I need to pay you fourteen million dollars for? I'll just I'll make you in the computer. It only costs me you know whatever ten bucks. Wow, <laughs> ten bucks. <laughs> Spoken like a true neophyte. <laughs> just kidding, but that's that's right. Uh, this weekend I didn't do very much Disney. Uh, well, that's not entirely accurate. Went to Disney Springs twice. Oh, that's good. And, and uh, I missed the meetup. Because oh, I man. was working, but mm. the next day on Sunday, I did go to the Enchanted Rose Room, and oh my God, was it awful! Yeah, I am sorry, folks. No, it's, no, the service was awful. Yes. Yeah. Um, the room itself, mm. interesting, yeah. very interesting. Yeah. Pretty. Right. The bar area is gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, the decor was fine. The chairs weren't super uncomfortable. They weren't super comfortable. Right. Uh, everybody was super nice. The young lady that waited on us was over the top mm-hmm. nice, but she was underwater and drowning, and she she didn't have a choice. She just had yeah. to keep swimming. Uh, do we have just time blocked swimming. out just for us to talk swimming. about this? Or are we gonna? Yeah, sure. We can do whatever we want. It's our show. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I know you guys went to the meetup. Yeah. Uh, we had to wait, literally, we, we timed it 30 minutes to get our cocktails. Mm. What, what was the average wait for you guys? Uh, probably that, or we never got them. So <laughs> here's the funny thing. The, the main reason that our, there was two things that were working against our, our server. One, they only had two people behind the bar and mm. the entire bar was slammed. Yeah. So they needed more people making cocktails. Right. Two, they've added this really cool feature of tableside cocktails, mm-hmm. which is great. Right. They do it over at Paradiso 37, mm-hmm. but there's a designated person, person that does those drinks. Right. And Disney, being the extremely you know financially prudent people, <laughs> a.k.a. cheap. I'm sorry. Did that come out of my – I meant to say <laughs> – making sure that they have all their dots crossed and T's dotted. Right. They made the serving staff who was taking care of multiple tables do right. all the, at, you know. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> now, which part of, were you sitting in the bar part or the other part? We were sitting uh, or in the, the bar uh, part. The, uh, you were sitting in the bar part. We were mm. sitting in the bar part next to a window. Yeah. Okay, so uh, this so is what I cool. think I found. So I was in the other room, you know, with the big high top tables because right. I, I just grabbed the whole table because I thought, you know, and we did fill it up. Anyway, uh, so for beer and wine, it looked like our servers went into the old uh, area and got their drinks from there. But if it was a cocktail, it had to come from the bar. Right. Which made him, he had to go all the way out and all the way in, get the drink, and then come all the way back. So I think that was it. But if you ordered, because they had 
two of those wine things, and then I saw him always come with beer, wine, and soda from the other area. Right. Uh, they didn't have to go back to the bar for that. So that might have helped speed things up in that area a little bit. Yeah. And then all food is coming from Citrico's now. Right. So they get it from Citrico's, they put it on the cart, and then they wheel it over all the way from Citrico to your table, which is another chore. It's a uh, nightmare. Yeah. And I think that for me, if I was designing it, the two spaces should be connected. Yeah. Not that you have to kind of go outside and then into the other. That wall between the bar and that other area should, ha- should have had an opening. It does for the wait staff. To, There's a door to go in there for the wait staff. I don't think so. I think they had to come out and go the in brother, front of the, the enchanted. I'm rose. telling you, there's a door. I literally watched them go through it. I didn't see anybody go through any door. Yeah. So if <laughs> so, if you're looking at the bar, there's the seating on the window. Well, like if you're if I'm the bar, there's a seating along the window side, uh-huh. and then there's a seating, and then there's that room where you guys are sitting at, right? Not that. Not the outside room. The room on the other side of the bar on the other side of the wall of the bar so what used to be what used to be miners lounge is where we were sitting oh and you actually have to walk outside of the bar right area in front of the enchanted row sign to get to that area so there wasn't a door no so i wonder where all those people were going that we kept going in and out of the bar i don't know that's a good question now give me give me (laughs) yeah but so there was that. Did you notice the pricing? Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> Fan. Hey, as a stockholder, thank you, Disney. That's going to look great on the bottom line. Yeah. So <laughs> They have a sturgeon caviar for $95. Yeah. And the cheapest bottle of wine, I think, was 180 Yeah. So here's the thing. We go to Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill all the time, and you're paying 15 bucks for a cocktail. Right. That's that's Disney pricing. Yeah. Uh, so we went, and my traditional go-to cocktail is an old-fashioned. Ooh. So they have an old-fashioned mm-hmm. there, a regular old, just generic old-fashioned. Right. $20. Yes. They have an old-fashioned using a couple steps up bourbon. Mm-hmm. $25. Yeah, I know. I, I was like, I will, I cannot spend $25 on a cocktail. <laughs> and it, it came to the table and the glass was this big yeah. and the liquid was that yeah. big. And it, it's literally a rental. Yeah, it's literally a rental. <laughs> you're so not, not going to hold on to it for that long. <laughs> so I got a beer for nine bucks. Yeah, right. You know, and it was a good beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had it before, but I mean, yeah. I, I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it. Yeah. I yeah, had uh, the uh, Angry Orchard uh, Rosé. That's what yeah. I went for drinks. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. So I think that there's going to be some changes in there. Yeah. If Disney's smart, they'll they'll have a, a mandatory scene that's there to make tableside cocktails. And then when it gets super busy, they'll go behind the bar. Mm. And I think they're just going to have to have more servers more bartenders and really just make yeah. it work because that place was crazy busy and uh, 30 minutes for a cocktail. Yeah. That those cocktails arrived two minutes, literally two minutes before we were leaving. Right. Right. Uh, we were just so disappointed. 
but on the other hand, it was great to see that they kept the orchestra, although it's a smaller version of the yes. orchestra. Yeah, they cut it down to six people. <laughs> That's heartbreaking. But, I know. You know. I'm glad they still have a remnant of it. So, right. right. So there's that. Yeah. 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 And I don't, you know, I'm I'm gonna take bets that it, it doesn't last. the The band, the band's gonna go. Oh yeah, it's on a, it's on a temporary stage, so yeah. I don't think they're gonna yeah. stay. Yeah, they're gonna have to move them or do something when they put up the gingerbread house, because that's literally where they put up the gingerbread house now. <laughs> yeah. So either the band's gonna go, or the gingerbread house is gonna get moved somewhere else. Right. And we all know the, the important thing there, so. The gingerbread house. Right. <laughs> all right. Yep. Uh, so anything else about? Uh, I think that's a pretty good start. All right. Well, I guess there's nothing else we can do except get into the news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. So now you can enjoy delicious dining experiences this holiday season at Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, how? Let me tell you how. Uh, starting November 8th, Disney's Hollywood Studios uh, will feature Minnie and her friends for a joyous holiday dinner party at Hollywood and Vine. Uh, and at Epcot from November 29th through December 30th, you can book your candlelight processional dining package to not only enjoy a festive holiday meal with guaranteed seating for the awe-inspiring candlelight processional the holidays are also a great time to try new restaurants as part of your celebration, including the recently opened Toledo Tapas Steak and Seafood over at Disney's Coronado Springs Resort and Topolino's Terris. Uh, flavors of the Riviera at Disney's Riviera Resort opening later this year. Knock on wood. And with November just around the corner, don't forget to mark your Thanksgiving Day dinner reservations down. By the way, Cape May Cafe, best option because it's Thanksgiving dinner on one side and seafood awesomeness on the other. That's oh, my nice. With hundreds of amazing dining locations to choose from, finding the perfect place to eat at Walt Disney World has uh, never been easier. From mobile ordering meals through the My Disney Experience app to searching for favorite menu items online, guests are also able to save time so they can enjoy all there is to see and do and stand in line uh, across the parks. Did I mean that wrong? I guess I'm, no. Hmm, maybe mm-hmm. added a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, so now you can, uh, uh, due to the overwhelming popularity, the My Disney Experience app and DisneyWorld.com will become the preferred home for booking and modifying table service dining reservations. God help us all. Mm-hmm. Uh, guests can conveniently. I have to read this with a straight face. Uh-huh. Guests can v- conveniently manage their table service dining reservations right at their fingertips whenever they choose, alongside other plans they make with family and friends for their visit. Rest assured, as always, cast members at the Disney Reservation Center will continue to be available to help with reservations for groups of eight or more. Same-day cancellations... Uh, and all that stuff, in addition to other assistance guests may need, including Disney Resort hotel reservations, special offerings, general questions, and more. So if I'm to understand this, does that mean that if I want to make a reservation for two, I'm not supposed to call Disney Dining? No. Yeah, we have a whole other article about uh, that. But yes, 
they are trying to get. Uh, so the question is, are they going to cut the staffing of the uh, call centers? <gasps> that's the. That's so the I'm not going to be able to call and get the magical pixie dust sound and then listen to music while I'm on hold. You may not be able to soon. <laughs> Why yeah. are they ruining my Disney experience? So here, here's my uh, uh, my letter to Disney, dear Disney. <laughs> I have Oh some. crap, another Tony Castlenova <laughs> letter. What if, do we do this time? If if you're gonna make us all use the app, then it A can't crash all the time. <laughs> B, it has to be working all the time. And C, you have to make it easy. Super stupid easy for me to add my friends or guests that are coming that don't have a magic band ticket. To my Disney experience, like bumping phones or sending them a code or something very simple and stupid. So that then I can say, oh, they're now in my friends list. And I can now add them to my dining uh, reservations. Right. Because what if they are coming to town? I guess I could make it without adding them to the reservation. You know, that they're coming to town. They're not really having a ticket, uh, you know, any kind of ticket media. Right, but then it, you know, I don't. Know. I'm just saying that's just make it easy. It's there's, very complicated. There's so many, so many things. Yeah, so many things. Yeah, lots of hoops to jump through. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, the animation experience at the conservation station now features uh, animal villain drawing tutorials. Uh, since the reawakening of Rafiki Kiki's. Uh, Planet Watch at Disney who, Animal Kingdom. Who, who is that? <laughs> you know. And, uh, no, no, I, I want to hear you say it. <laughs> I can't even say it now. Circle uh, of life. Come on, man. Uh, earlier this year, uh, they've been perfecting their uh, drawing uh, skills at the animal uh experience at conservation station it's been fun learning how to draw some of the most iconic disney characters from the lion king that's what they're what they start with uh now they're excited to share that they'll soon be able to uh, draw something else right now in time for the villain season they are introducing characters that will find themselves antagonists in the highly popular disney films like uh scar uh and ed from the lion king uh, will remain as uh, some of the six characters in rotation. In the beginning, October 18th, you can put your pencil and paper to learn to draw Disney's Pixar Bruce from Finding Nemo. Fish are friends, <laughs> not food. food. Uh, Hopper from It's a Bug's Life. Um, Shere Khan from The Jungle Book. And TikTok from Peter Pan. Uh, the animation experience at Conservation Station. I thought, why can't they just call it the animation experience? Why did they have to add Conservation Station to it? Because you had to tell everybody where it is. Uh, Fast passes continue to be available for this experience. Uh, so go do that and go draw your little brains out. Because it can't be the Millennium Falcon. Mm. It's got to be the Millennium Falcon. Smuggler's, Smuggler's Run. Smuggler's Run. Yeah. At uh, Disney Star Wars. Yeah. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, there is a... Studios. <laughs> there is a guy... Uh, Tony, if you go there and you see a guy named Tony, tell him that this Tony said hello to that Tony. Uh, he used to work over at, uh, well, one of the jobs was uh, over at Port Orleans. Uh, nice. And uh, he used to come to the Disney by the Numbers meetup back back in the day. He goes back, back way back, in the way back machine. 
So, all right. Last week we had a trivia question, John, and you weren't here. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I get a chance to answer it. Okay, yeah, great. Sure. Uh, the clip of the film in which Rod Serling introduces the attraction. Yes. Twilight Zone Tower Terror was taken yes. from what Twilight Zone episode? Uh, I have no idea. I didn't know those episodes had names. Yes. It's called The Good Life. And the we have good life. we have a winner and it's David. And David is winning a signed picture of Mark Silverman. Is that the episode where the uh the kid thought up all the things? I'm not sure what the episode is is about. My favorite one is still Burgess Meredith. We mm. was the guy who wanted to read and he broke his glasses. Um, I like the William Shatner one. Where he's yeah. On the plane. He's on the yeah. plane. Yeah. They made it in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. All right. This week's trivia question is this. Fill in the blank. Since uh, Maleficent is hitting the uh, screen soon. All right. Uh, fill in the blank on this Maleficent quote. You ready? Yes. You poor blank thinking you could defeat me. Oh, I got this one. Go ahead. Go Let ahead. me fill in the blank. Go ahead. All right, Let's, go ahead. No, you, you set me up. You poor. Unfortunate souls. No. Think ah. you could defeat me. Uh, send the correct answer to uh, Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, winners will be announced. Uh, we had a contest for... Uh, we should thank our, our friends at Destination Travel. We uh, gave away some uh, uh, food and wine whistlets with some money on them, not just yeah. blank ones. <laughs> uh, <laughs> winners have been announced. I only heard from one. One's going out. I'm waiting for the other person. If they don't answer, in a couple of days, we'll pick somebody else. Sweet. That's it. Also, uh, we just got done doing a couple of shows for our Patreons. Uh, if you don't know what that is, if you'd like to support the show, you want to help keep the show up and running, you can go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, and if you get in at the $5 or more level, that gives you access to not one, but two extra shows. Uh, we call them Extra Magic Hours. And creatively enough, the Extra Extra Magic Hour Show uh, shows that we do one of the shows we actually do live on Monday nights in the uh, Patreon group, and the other show we throw up on we post not throw up we post on uh, on our Patreon group uh, over at patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. So go check that out. Not only do you get access to the new shows, you also get uh, some great rewards at whatever level you want to support us at uh, monthly. We appreciate that. That helps us keep the show up and running. Uh, we can't do what we do here if you guys don't do that. So you guys are our biggest fans. We appreciate that. So go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, Disneyland just released some additional tickets for the Oogie Boogie Bash. Uh, Disneyland Resort has released additional tickets for the sold-out Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party. Had to get that extra in. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm quoting here, due to popular demand. Okay, okay we filled the park up. You guys want to keep coming? Okay, fine. We will literally stand outside and we will push you guys in with a, you know, <laughs> stack you like cordwood. Oogie Boogie Bash is a new after-hours Halloween party that takes place at Disneyland California Adventure. Tickets are available on select dates while supplies last, but are only available by phone. So you must call 
4565. Ask for Raf, uh, uh, ask for Raphael. <laughs> He's going to hook you up with his cousin uh, Lomo. Lomo's got a niece that has a friend that works for Disneyland, and she's got your tickets for you. I'm just kidding. Uh, so call 714-781-4565. Remaining dates are October 15th, 17th, 20th, 22nd, 24th, 27th, 29th, and the 31st. However, tickets might not be available for all dates, so dial for dollars. <laughs> Get them while you can. Get them while they're hot. All right, so we're talking about this uh, preferred method of booking and then modifying your Walt Disney World uh, table service re- uh, reservations. So uh, in that article that uh, John had spoke about earlier, uh, some of the dining options that are available during the holiday season at Walt Disney World, they mentioned, was made that uh, due to the overwhelming popularity, the My Disney Experience app and the MyDisneyWorld.com are now the preferred method of booking uh, and modifying table service uh, dining reservations beginning yesterday. All right. Uh, calling Disney has remained the preferred method for booking and modifying din- uh, dining reservations for years. Uh, prior uh, to being able to do it yourself on the My Disney Experience app and even after launch. Now Disney is saying officially that it is preferred to be done electronically. This, of course, makes it more important to ever to keep your mobile devices charged, obviously. Uh, instant, inst- interestingly, the article goes on to advise guests that they can be rest assured. And as always, cast members at the Dining Reservation Center will continue to be available to help with reservations for groups of eight or more or same-day cancellations. In addition to other assistance guests uh, may need, including uh, dining uh, dining resort hotel reservations, special offers, and general questions. I think you still have to call for things like, you know, Victorian Alberts. I don't think you're going to. Yeah, no. I don't think that shows up on my Disney experience. (laughs) Because the Disney My Experience app is connected to your bank account. Yeah. <laughs> if, if it once you log in, it hits your bank, and if yeah. you can't afford it, it doesn't put it up there. Right. And I also uh, like Cinderella's Royal Table. I, I don't think it's on there either. So there are a couple things that you're still going to have to call for. Um, oh, what was the other thing I was going to see? Oh, eight or more. Oh, so cancel uh, canceling. Uh, if you do cancel same day, they will still charge you because it's less than twenty four hours. So Uncle Tony's going to give you the tip. Tip Here's of the, week. the tip. Tip of the week. Just, just the tip. <laughs> you go in to that reservation, change it to a couple days in the future, and then cancel it. <laughs> a loophole this, you can drive a truck through. This is why Disney doesn't invite us to things. <laughs> and thank you for not inviting Dis- us. <laughs> Disney's listening to the show going... Oh, no. No, 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 no. Uh, hello, uh, dear IT personnel, uh, dear. There's, there's a loophole as big as a truck. Could we close yeah. this? <laughs> dear Disney Parks Podcast, cease and desist. With your tips. <laughs> That's right. Uh, all right. So, uh, again, with the Disneyland news, mm-hmm. uh, you can't give me all the West Coast news, don't you? I don't you do, do on... it intentionally. I okay, really don't. Fine. I, I just sure. go down. Yep, I hear you. Disneyland uh, 
candlelight processional dates have been confirmed for December 7th through the 8th. Mm. Uh, Disneyland candlelight processional takes place on Main Street, USA, and features a full orchestra, Christmas tree chorus performing renditions of traditional Christmas songs, and a retelling of the Christmas story by, by a celebrity narrator. Disneyland has confirmed that the beloved holiday tradition will take place Saturday, December 7th, and Sunday, December 8th. And on Monday, December 9th, we party. December 7th, by the way, is Park Hopper City's birthday. Ooh. Uh, the 600-member choir gathers in front of the Main Street train station after walking through the park from It's a Small World, where an orchestra awaits and Harold Trumpeter stand ready at the top of the train station. The narrator then tells the story of the first Christmas with the musical backdrop provided by the orchestra, choir, Harold Trumpeters, bell ringers, soloists, and pyrotechnic artists. Ding, I'm just kidding. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Time to make the fuss. Time to make the fuss. Time to drive the car. Time to drive the car. Uh, oh, God help right. us all. There you go. What's next? Uh, all right. So meetups. Uh, we had one Saturday at the Enchanted Rosa, as we mentioned. Uh, thanks, everybody, for coming out who came out. That was great. Good seeing everybody. And yep. uh, we still have tickets available for November 2nd, uh, 1 p.m. Derek Johnson at the Candlelight. We're going. He's going to talk about the Candlelight Processional Story and Voices of Liberty and all that kind of great stuff. We're going to meet at the Boathouse. Uh, this is a ticketed event, so you will need a ticket if you do want to come. That's right. I'm going to sweeten the deal on this. Ooh. Uh, here's the deal, guys. Um, we throw these events out, and a lot of times people wait to the last minute, or they just like forget that it's happening. Look, if you've ever sat there and thought, man, I'd really like to talk to a Disney legend, mm-hmm. or I would like to talk to somebody who really has, you know, This person made an impact on Disney. Do you like the stage show at the Magic Kingdom? Well, guess what? Thank Derek Johnson. Thank the Phoenicians for the spelling. Thank Mm. Derek Johnson for the stage. Do you like the uh, Voices of Liberty? Thank Derek Johnson. Do you like the Candlelight Processional? Thank Derek Johnson. These guys, this guy literally made such a tremendous impact on the Walt Disney World uh, as we know it. He is a true Disney legend. So here's the deal. Uh, today is October 14th. Mm-hmm. If you sign up between now and October 21st, everyone who signs up this week at uh, the Eventbrite, what's the uh, Eventbrite? You got to go to Facebook and there's a link, right? Yeah, if you go to face, uh, our Facebook page, there's a, a link to the event there, or just go to Eventbrite and then type in you know, Disney Parks Podcast. Everyone who signs up this week will be in a running, and WDW Park Hoppers, my loving little website, will sponsor you to eat lunch with Derek and Debbie. So we're all going to get together beforehand and have lunch. You can be a guest at lunch with Derek and Debbie Johnson, uh, Tony Casanova, me, my lovely wife, uh, and that will be all on WDW Park Hoppers, but you've got to sign up before October 21st. All right. Now, I will allow you to bring a guest, but you have to sign up before the 21st. And remember, well, well if they buy two tickets, they can bring a guest. Yes. 
Right. They can buy two. T- you have to buy two tickets. You can't just bring a guest yeah. to the lunch and then yeah. they can. So you have to buy a guest. Your guest has to have a ticket to the event as mm-hmm. well as you. We will take care of your lunch, dinner or lunch with Derek, Debbie Johnson, Tony, myself, my wife. But you have to sign up before the 21st. Tony had no idea I was doing this. No. You got to jump on That's this good. quick, guys, because if, if, if you don't do it, I'm not going to I'm not going to throw this out next week. This is a one and done. So you have now until the 21st. There you go. You so heard it here. If you're listening live, you get a two day jump on all the other people who are going to listen to the show. <laughs> Seven plus thousand people download this show each week. Actually, we have more like thirty three thousand unique listeners. <laughs> what? As was the last wow. stat I saw. Yeah. Anyway. 33,000 unique listeners. Yes. Uh, hey. Uh, we need to call Shannon. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, December 7th, uh, we are doing our annual Christmas crawl. Uh, we are going to start at the Outer Rim. Uh, that's at the Contemporary up on the fourth floor right by the uh, Contempo Cafe. Uh, I, think, I, I uh, hope it doesn't break down like last time. Yeah. Well, that's okay. We'll figure it out. Uh, if not, we'll just go on a Skyline crawl. Yeah. Uh, I th- I keep forgetting what is the name that server that's been there since like forever. Uh, I want to say her uh, name is Debbie. I can't remember what her name the is. The black hair. I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I don't know. Yeah. Every time we go there, she's like, "Oh, you guys are back." Yeah. Yeah. It's terrific. Yeah. Get the hell out. <laughs> Here's some spicy peanuts. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> All right. Next up, uh, Disneyland is now testing some new touch screens, uh, which is a fast pass kiosk in Tomorrowland. Uh, so, starting uh, Disneyland Resort will change the way guests make their fast pass reservations in Tomorrowland uh, when a new set of touch screen self serve kiosks open. Now, these are things that we had. Did they just ship them to Disneyland? Go, oh, all right, here, you, <laughs> you start doing this now. <laughs> Uh, so beginning on October 15th, the new chaos located in the front of Tomorrowland Theater will be fast pass locations for the Space Mountain, Star Tours, and the Adventure, uh, Star Tours, the Adventure Continues, and Buzz Lightyear, and the Astro Blasters. So it's mm. only for the Tomor- uh, Tomorrowland attraction, which is weird and interesting. Mm-hmm. Guests will then scan their tickets, because they don't have magic bands like we do, uh, use the touch screen to select the attraction that they would like a fast pass for. <laughs> One, one only, Mr. Fissile. I'm touching the screen. I'm yeah. touching the screen. Uh, FastPass tickets will no longer be printed. Uh, currently, paper FastPass tickets are not collected and are only used as a reminder uh, of the return time. Guests are then asked to scan their park admission ticket at the FastPass terminals. Uh, guests using the new uh, kiosks are advised to link their park ticket to the Disneyland app in order to view their return times. <clears throat> or take a screenshot while you're at the kiosk. It's another way around that. Mm. Uh, the pilot program is only being tested in Tomorrowland and could be adjusted as the test proceeds. Mm. Now, I don't even see why they would need to test this. We've had this for years at Disney World. <laughs> Does it not work here? Are we... <laughs> Are we doing something wrong? Are we I don't know. idiots? I, I I don't know. I just work here. I don't I don't know. I just I just go to the parks, oh, have a good time, go home. Uh, Disney Plus is now offering the lowest price yet for three year subscriptions on the new streaming service. Wow. How That's, much was it for the D twenty three crowd? It's that it's the lowest public 
price for the three years. I was getting years ready to say. Yeah. Getting ready to say. Yeah. Uh, in an attempt to sweeten the deal for Disney Plus prior to its November 12th release and to really try to crash the servers, mm-hmm. uh, a new offer has surfaced allowing uh, common folk to sign up for a three-year subscription for $169.99. Still a heck of a deal. Yeah. The lowest price we've seen so far for the general public who didn't sign up during the D23 Expo. Mm-hmm. This gives you $40 off the standard price of $209.99, making the service essentially cost less than 5 bucks per month when you pay for three years up front. As we know, Disney Plus will feature classic movies and animated cartoons from Disney, Pixar, National Geographic, along with other content from Marvel, Star Wars, Fox, and all that other stuff. Everything. This offer will be available for a limited time. However, there is no indication on how limited it will be. To sign up for more details, uh, visit thefounders.disneyplus.com and enter the code Parks Past Three Years. All one word. Sounds really sketchy to me. Founders.disneyplus and DisneyPLUS.com. And then type in parks past three years. And? Uh, I'm looking at it right now. Nope, it's legit. There you go. Wow. Sign up. Or it looks legit. Let's put it that way. Oh, no, it's got the <laughs> Disney copyright stuff on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And it links to the, well, I mean, if it's a fake site, it's a heck of a good clone. <laughs> so, yeah, go check it out, kids. Yeah. Yeah, I think the the D23 and then the Disney movie people got the cheapest, uh, and then everybody got relatively good pricing. (laughs) All right, over at Tokyo, there is a new, a very mini, a new Tokyo Disneyland programming featuring Minnie Mouse, presented exclusively from January 10th to March 19th, 2020. These people are very much advanced planners. Uh, Tokyo Disney Resort is announcing that the Very, Very Mini, a new special program featuring Minnie Mouse, will take place for a limited time from January 10th to March 19th, Tokyo Disneyland Park. The program will offer special entertainment, merchandise, menu items, all featuring Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse! Uh, Some of the Disney hotels will offer special menus and programs showcasing very, very many. Uh, the inspiration behind the program is Minnie's Style Studio, a Disney character greeting facility that will open April 15th, 2020. Nice. Oh, nice. Is right. Uh, presented at Showbase, the theater in Tomorrowland, will be its very many. In uh, the brand new musical review, Minnie Mouse and her Disney friends will be dressed in various costume styles and will perform a new song created especially for the show, as well as music from Park Entertainment that guests have enjoyed over the years. Nice. The very many uh, mini remix, uh, a mini parade presented along the parade route, shows off Minnie's broad appeal through both new music and nostalgic elements. From past entertainment, the performance will uh, differ depending on the day and where along the parade route guests can watch the parade. Hmm. So there you go. Hmm. 
Nice. Another new show over Tokyo. Oh, Tokyo Disney's killing it. Killing it. Uh, all right. So speaking of killing it, again, over at Disneyland, mm-hmm. <laughs> new Haunted Mansion Tiki mugs are coming. Ooh. Each year, Disney releases a new Halloween tiki mug inspired by the Haunted Mansion. And this year's Haunted Mansion tiki mug features the Hatbox Ghost. Please, someone, send me one of these. Mm. I love you. Uh, this year's Haunted Mansion tiki mug features the Hatbox Ghost and is looking wicked cool. Apparently, somebody's from Boston right now. Yeah. Uh, you'll be able to find this mug at the South Lounge of the Disneyland Hotel Convention Center at 7 a.m. on October 15th. Get nice. up bright and early tomorrow, kids. <laughs> the Haunted Mansion Halloween Tiki mugs are always insanely popular each year. Using these mugs, uh, usually these mugs have lines out the door at both the Disneyland and Walt Disney World releases. Last year's mug was also the Hatbox Ghost, but it was a bone color. Well, this year is more of a tree bark color. Nice. These are extremely limited and will have a max of two mugs per guest. Guests must also be present to purchase. Uh, these do not have a release date at Walt Disney World Resort yet, uh, but we have heard that they're coming very soon. Of course they are because yeah. Halloween is two weeks away. Right. Uh, if you love Tiki Couture, uh, these are uh, totally a must-have for the collection. In the past, they've also had the Hitchhiking Ghost. But it seems like the Hatbox Ghost has taken over. Uh, dude, the Hatbox Ghost is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Uh, don't forget this year's Haunted Mansion Tiki Mug will be in the South Lounge at the Disneyland Hotel Convention Center at 7 a.m. tomorrow as we record this, right. October 15th. If you're listening to the show via a podcast catcher, you have missed it, my friend. I'm yeah, sorry. They're probably going to be sold out <laughs> by the time by the time you hear this, they're sold out. I'm I'm probably not going to be good and out of bed tomorrow. Well, actually, that's not true because they're, they're three hours behind. So mm. I'll just be finishing up my first meeting of the day, and they'll probably be sold out. Yeah, they'll be gone. gone yeah, when they did them here, like at the uh, Trader Sam's, they were gone like instantaneous. Yeah. And the there line- were people all the way out to the boat dock waiting for these yeah. things. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, the Epcot Experience is now open. Uh, and that's where you can see a preview of Epcot 2.0, as you know I've been calling it. But they also were able to squeeze in a merchandise location in there. Shocking. 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 I'm shocked. Shocking. <laughs> I literally just stepped into a pool of water, stuck my fingers in light sockets, and I'm shocked. Uh, so anyway, they got some new merch. Uh, it's a new trend to see uh, uh, in you know, all this cool stuff. They've done a lot of retro stuff, uh, from what I've seen. It's a lot of the retro Epcot. They're trying to get you nostalgic b- before they rip everything apart and tear it down. Right. Hey, <laughs> Here, have some old that? leftover stock from uh, the 1980s. <laughs> you remember all that stuff that you loved when you were a kid? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's all going to be it, gone. It's all on this T-shirt. Get it now before we tear it all apart. Making memories and shredding memories 2020. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And selling memories to you on the other hand. Uh, The Epcot experience opened up uh, earlier this month, showcasing all the upcoming changes that can be found around the park. Located inside the the old Odyssey Pavilion. Let's not call it the old Odyssey Pavilion. Uh, Guests will find a dynamic previews as well as photo ops, a a snack counter. And you guessed it, a new place to load up on Epcot gear. At the time, 
Uh, there appears to be a good number of T-shirts to choose from, a couple of hats, reusable water bottles. All items are designed with the new FCOT experience uh, projection in mind, and will definite not be uh, will be a definite not to be redecorating efforts made. Uh, be sure to stop by and get your Mickey Pretzel T-shirt and a preview of things to come. I haven't been there yet. Have you been there? I gotta get there. Not this yet. Week. I'm going there this week. Not yet. I want to uh, see Mickey, a Mickey Pretzel and a T-shirt is going to cost you forty bucks. Oh, oh God! Yeah, no. The shirt, the shirts go to thirty five ninety nine. Oh, so four, <laughs> 50 bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop by, say yeah. hi, drop fifty bucks, and get out the door. Yeah. My only complaint about the way they did this model is, uh, from the pictures I've seen, is that it's not flat. They made it like a mountain kind of thing with space. It's not a drawn to a model two scale of Epcot. Okay. Um, so. You know, like typically in a model, like you can get down to like a certain view and you can see what the view lines will look like, you know, what you'll see. This is not like that. It's like this is here, this is here, this. And they built it like a mountain. And so it's mm-hmm. very, I don't know, very weird. It, it's not very imaginary. It's certainly well, not the model they're working off of. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just to showcase all the things that they're yeah. bringing. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I get that. Yeah. Uh, great news for fans of the original Broadway mm. Jasmine. She's going to be returning to Aladdin for a very per- special performance run. Uh, the original Broadway uh, actress who played Jasmine will return uh, for a limited time later on this month. Courtney Reed will step back into Jasmine's slippers beginning on Wednesday, October 16th, and will continue through Sunday, October 27th. Uh, Reed previously held a role on Broadway opening on March 2014 uh, to warm reviews, including the New York Times, which declared Jasmine is played with a likable touch by Courtney Reed. Nice. I wouldn't say that's a warm review. Hmm. Uh, And USA Today said that Courtney Reed is a charming Princess Jasmine. Okay. She played the role until January of 2018. Since then, Reed went on to reprise her role in the North American tour and was recently part of the closing cast for the West End production that's over in the UK. Mm-hmm. Some lucky fans have also seen Reed as part of the Broadway Princess Party Tour featuring many performers from Disney on Broadway musicals. Nice. Uh, Ariel Jacobs, who currently plays the role, will return on Monday, October 28th of mm. 2019. Apparently, Ariel needed a little bit of a break. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder what uh, Jasmine we will get. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Uh, this is a rumor have not been confirmed by Disney, but Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast is to close for a lengthy uh, refurbishment in 2020 at Disneyland Paris. So if you have an upcoming trip, you're not going to see the Buzz Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, calling all Space Rangers, uh, we've learned that Buzz Lightyear Laser Blast will be closing for a lengthy seven-month refurbishment in Disneyland Paris early next year. The ever-popular Discoverland attraction will be closed from January 6th to July 31st, uh, according to an internet source. Uh, work will be done including a renovation of the attraction facade and repairing of the ride vehicles and scenery. I know in hours the the wall always becomes a mess, and I I'm not sure if it's a decal or paint. Yeah, but to replace it, I don't think is easy. 
Uh, according to this internet uh, source, the flying carpets over Agrabar attraction in the Walt Disney Studios parks will be replacing Buzz as the offering for the Disneyland Paris prepaid super and ultimate fast pass tickets. So, will that affect your Disneyland Paris trip? Ooh, I don't know. When I the one time I went, Space Mountain was closed, and that definitely affected my trip. Whoa. Yeah, I was not happy. That's the only one ride I wanted to ride, and, and it was closed. It opened the day after we left. Wow, that stinks. That really stinks. Super stinks. Yeah. Uh, speaking of stinking, items from Peter Pan's flight and Space Mountain have gone missing from the storage shed at Walt Disney World. If you have the items, call us. That's right. Uh, an investigation is currently being conducted by the Orange County Sheriff's Office regarding the apparent theft of pieces from two popular Walt Disney World attractions. An incident report shows that a set of sails from Peter Pan's flight and a shell and three seats from Space Mountain have gone missing from a storage shed. What odd things to go missing. Yeah. Right. You know. That maybe somebody miscounted. Right. Just, yeah, maybe. That's what I say. It's estimated, and this, this, I can't, this can't be accurate. It's estimated that the value of the missing items is approximately $20,000. How did they put a number on that? I don't know. <laughs> Investigators were told by Disney cast members that the storage shed stays locked at all times unless the equipment inside is being accessed. It's also noted in the incident report that there were no apparent damages to the chains or the locks. It was an inside job. job. Yep. The black market is quite lucrative for rare Disney items, and this is not the first time this year that items have gone missing from backstage locations. A now ex-Disney employee and his cousin were accused of breaking into the Haunted Mansion and stealing items earlier this year. Okay. Stupid people, listen to me. <laughs> if you're a cast member working at any of the major theme parks... Don't break into an active attraction to try to steal crap. <laughs> Go to where they store that stuff, yeah, man. Yeah. Look, all you have to do is walk in the back lot at Epcot, and you see tons of stuff mm -hmm. that could be taken. All you have to do is walk in those areas that normal people don't go to, and there's stuff there, man. <laughs> and uh, the words of John Donahue are not condoned by the Disney Parks podcast or its affiliates. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't want you to steal the stuff. I'm just saying... You know, that's literally like me walking into a bank in the middle of the day yeah. and saying, hey, y'all, what's going on? I just want to take about thirty, forty thousand dollars $40,000. Yeah. Don't mind me. Mm. How and, stupid is yeah, and, and inside a, an attraction like, A, the Haunted Mansion, know that there are numerous, numerous cameras <laughs> to capture your experience <laughs> for the Orange County Sheriff do. to document well, later. <laughs> they don't have cameras everywhere. Stand up on the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Or People Mover. And see what happens. Yeah. Just try it. Yeah. Just <laughs> friggin' try Or take a flash photo. Yeah. Just try it. You will hear. No flash photography. Yeah. Please sit down. Did I stand up on the attraction? You'll hear that. <laughs> right. I mean, for crying out loud, people. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're going to steal to make a living, you're probably not that smart on yeah. the front anyway. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, enjoy a, a sinister soiree with Cruella at the Halloween hideaway party at the Magic Kingdom. 
Uh, if you are going to a party, party, there's not that many dates left, so you might want to try this. Uh, if you're planning on attending the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at the Magic Kingdom, then you do want to do this. This is a fabulous add-on. It's a party inside the party. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, you'll get yeah. frightful full night. Uh, Cruella's Halloween hideaway in the perfect way is a, a spooky bite to eat, mingle, and a popular Disney villain. All wrapped in this. Uh, it is located at Tony's uh, Town Square Restaurant. Uh, Cruella has put together a sinister soiree for you. When you arrive, you'll get to dine in style with delicious uh uh, feast, uh, featuring savory and sweet dishes from a bountiful buffet, international and domestic cheeses, and assorted canapes draw you in and lead you to the array of savory samples of Halloween flatbreads, creamy spinach dip, and ciabatta crostone, and more. Of course, no Halloween party is complete without the sweets. Get your sugar rush with yummy desserts like chocolate-dipped strawberry, uh, cheesecake, mini cannoli, a mini cannoli, uh, <laughs> canine crunchy cake, and the mini DeVille brownies. Uh, throughout the night, you'll get to rub el- elbows in high society as Cruella stops by uh, your table for some, uh, some witty repartee. And later, you'll get to catch a glimpse of the whole villainous gang with a special reserved viewing area for the Mickey's Boo to You Halloween Parade located in mm-hmm. Main Street. Now, we've done this, I've done this for the Christmas party, the party inside the party. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, and the thing they're also not telling you is you get to stay an hour past uh, this event ends. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we went in, had dessert, coffee, and, and drinks, and waited an hour until everybody was leaving. And then it was less chaotic uh, getting out of there. Mm. So, highly recommend this thing. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. totally. Yeah. Uh, if you're a fan of Disney Springs like I am, I mean, for crying out loud, that's where I spend most of my life if I'm going to Disney anymore. <laughs> uh, sweet seasonal desserts arrive for fall of 2019. If you're a fan of all the seasonal flavors, there are plenty of fall-themed desserts to try for limited time. Ooh. At Disney Springs, uh, the sweet treats are part of the self-guided food and beverage experience at the shopping destination. Wonderful of flavors uh, at Disney Springs where guests can take a bite out of offerings like the Oktoberfest burgers, chicken and apple flatbreads, fall themed cocktails and more. Here's a quick run through of some of the uh, sweets that you could try. Uh, Amaret's Patisserie has a pumpkin creme brulee. The Ganacherie is featuring pumpkin spice and chai tea flavors. Uh, they also have a maple bacon bourbon hot ganache topped with bacon. Mm. Uh, Giardelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop is featuring uh, milk caramel, uh, milk milk caramel, probably milk chocolate caramel pumpkin spice, dark chocolate, and milk caramel. Uh, weird. Milk caramel? That's not, that's not right. Uh, sprinkles, you can get a boo box. Uh, with a taste of vanilla, milk, chocolate, red velvet, black and white, and pumpkin cupcakes, sunshine churros, uh, as well as Vivaldi, Vivoli Il Gelato has has uh, special flavors. Wolfgang Puck Bar and Grill. <laughs> they have uh, one thing called the Campfire Sunday, which is truly amazing. It's like a s'mores with gelato. Wow. But I had the pleasure on on late, late Saturday night of having their peanut butter 
wafer sundae. They're nutter butter sundae. I can't say nutter butter, but it's nutter butter sundae. Yeah. Imagine, if you will, Tony, three nutter butters. Okay. Stuck onto a piece of chocolate and peanut butter cake. Okay. With chocolate icing. Okay. On top of a sundae dish filled with uh, salted caramel and peanut butter. I think it's salted caramel. Oh, no, it's peanut butter uh, gelato. Okay. Nice. On the outside is rolled in the peanut butter uh, uh, frosting. Car, you know the icing, right? And uh, pump uh, peanut butter uh, breakfast cereal, right? And Reese's pieces. Wow. Is there any peanut butter on there? A little bit of peanut butter. <laughs> uh, what if I have amazing. a peanut butter allergy? You cannot have that. They've got the Campfire Sunday just for you. Uh, many of these treats are available now through November fourth, so make sure you get down there and check it out. Uh, that's just a sampling of places. I know yeah. that our home away from home flight pig had a special cocktail right. and some other stuff there. Everybody down at Disney Springs is cel- yeah, celebrating Waterfall. Yeah. So go check it out. Yeah. Is there a, uh, is there a fall trail map like <laughs> they do for the other things? Yeah. So you can yeah. check off your way around. Yeah, buddy. All right. All right, there is uh, coming up at Disney Anna Auction, which includes rare Disneyland ride vehicles. So if you are a Disney fan with a lot of money burning a hole in your pocket, and we're talking a lot of money burning a hole in your pocket, then we got the thing for you. Uh, Profiles in History is having an upcoming animation at Disney Anna Auction and has some treasures just for you. These rare items uh, on offer include Disneyland ride vehicles, park decor, attraction posters, as well as animation art from some of the most beloved movies and TV shows uh, of all times and original illustrations from the likes of Dr. Seuss. Mm. And that, that'd be rare stuff these days, my friend. Very rare indeed. Highlights include a Skyway bucket. What? From the Skyway attraction at Disneyland. Beginning in 1965 and until the attraction closed in 1994, these rectangle buckets could be seen ferrying guests across Disneyland. These Skyway buckets hold the record for the highest price ever paid for a Disneyland attraction prop. Wow. They're estimated to sell between $100,000 to one hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Hey, bro, you got one hundred and fifty thousand? I could borrow. Let's split it. Uh, All right, <laughs> I got fifty uh, k. If you got fifty k, you you front me the fifty k. <laughs> we'll buy it. Now pay it back. Uh, also, they'll have a weasel ride from Mister Toad's Wild Ride at Walt Disney World in Disneyland. This Aww. ride vehicle began uh, its life at Walt Disney World, but. When uh, Walt Disney World replaced the, the two-seater cars with the four-seater car, uh, the vehicle moved on to Disneyland, where it remained until 2001, when it sold in a, a Disneyland auction for 50, uh, This is estimated to sell between $50,000 and $80,000. Just hope that John Stamos doesn't need one of these, because otherwise you're out. He's <laughs> probably got two or three. Don't worry. He, maybe he's going to build his own uh, Mr. Toad. <laughs> 
He does oh my have God, the yes. <laughs> he does have the original Disneyland sign in his backyard for Mr. Toad. No, the the original Welcome the to Disneyland, Disneyland sign. sign. The original is in John Stamos's backyard. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, uh, if you need more information and want to, uh, you know, loosen up the uh, purse strings and buy us maybe something like a sky bucket, go to uh, profilesinhistory.com to unload your monies. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. All right, so uh, I don't think anybody on the planet hasn't heard about the uh, little incident with the Skyliner. Oopsie. And finally, Disney's issued a statement. Well, basically, they issued a non-statement statement. <laughs> we can't have to over make marks on our statements about our statements. I really am going to try to get this for the straight face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> we know many of you have been looking for an update on the Disney Skyliner and are glad to share that it has been reopened to guests today. Following a complete review with the manufacturer, we, mean Disney, have made adjustments to our processes and training, and we are improving how we communicate with guests during their flight with Disney Skyliner. We again offer our deepest apologies to the guests impacted by the malfunction that resulted in extended operating delays on October 5th. Beginning today, guests may travel aboard Disney Skyliner from 8 a.m. until 10.30 p.m. However, system updates later this week will result in the following modified operating hours from October 16th to the 18th. What do you think they're doing on those days? Software updates, uh, take the whole staff off for training. I, I don't know. Retraining. Uh, Is it a staff issue that caused the problem? I don't know. Uh, things don't stop unless you're doing the, uh, you know, the, the handy, handy, handicap yeah, yeah, access. Yeah, yeah. They don't stop. Mm-mm. What? There wasn't. There wasn't anybody getting on or off of that station anyway. Uh, on October 16th, the Disney Hollywood Studios line will be closed while the other two lines will be available from 1 p.m. until 10.30 p.m. And from October 6th, uh, 17th through 18th, all lines will be open from 1 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Similar to ski lift systems, Disney Skyliners may slow or come to some stops during the ride, particularly when we need to accommodate guests and require additional time to load their cabin. We want to assure you that the comfort of every guest is important to us. Not the safety. Just your comfort. Just your comfort. Not the temperature. (laughs) The comfort. Well, then you should have padded the seats if that's what you were really concerned about. Here's what I think happened. I don't know if you guys talked about it. And if you're going to put 10 people in it, can you have at least water for 10 people, not four? (laughs) I'm just just saying. (laughs) Here's what I think happened. I think they tested it Mm -hmm. and put cast members on it and tested it. Mm-hmm. And then they put cast member preview they, and tested it. Then they put pass holders on it and tested it. Uh, I don't remember them putting pass holders on it. Did uh, they? No, maybe not. No, they didn't. No. But what they weren't they weren't testing was fully operational, mm. cramming ten people in each sky bucket, taking them across, and dealing with the weight, mm. the time. The speed, all that stuff. Right. You know, uh, the line in there about, you know, require additional time to load their cabin for guests. That's why you have a, a separate line for people who need extra time. Those things don't right. move. Right. They stand still. Yeah. 
They have a, a separate spur for that. Right. Yeah. So I think this is a little disingenuous. You've heard that they kind of blame in the manufacturer. Yeah. 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 I, I That's what I heard. I don't know if that's true or not. And you can still see their trucks all over the place. There's trucks at the, the manufacturer trucks are at Caribbean Beach and uh, Boardwalk. And they're all over property still. So, uh, right. And I think they're going to be here for months to come. Because I think they're going to be doing some tweaking and tuning uh, to really make sure that this is optimized uh, and the process is correct for mm. Disney. What they may have done at other places may not work here at Disney because this may be a different beast uh, for them to wrangle. So, anyway. It'll be interesting. So, the question uh, I have <clears throat> is, John, mm. are you getting on anytime soon? Uh, I will with uh, extra water. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, I, those. I mean, I mean, I'm not scared of the thing falling off the. Mm. Unless you're on it and <laughs> you know you're jumping up and down like a jackass. Uh, but I think that uh, you know they don't seem unsafe. Mm. But I, I wouldn't get on them until a little bit later. Mm. You know, let them keep running for a little while yeah. with weight, yeah. with with a real schedule, with guests on it, mm. Mm. like park I dump. Know. You know, park dump. Let's yeah. see park dump. See what yeah. happens. Yeah. All right. So. All right. You ready? Uh, let's do a little headline news. And now the headline news. All right, uh, Disney, I think, broke the internet the other day. They released the uh, first official trailer of the Jungle Cruise movie. Uh, I have not seen it, so please don't tell me about it. Did you see what Universal Pictures did? No. They released their trailer for Doolittle, starring Robert Downey Jr. (laughs) Looking amazingly (laughs) like a Disney movie. How sinister. Looking amazingly like the Jungle Book, telling really? the Doctor Doolittle story. Oh That's yeah, sinister. I thought it was a Disney movie. Yeah. Uh, some comments I saw on the internet was that this is going to be the next Pirates of the Caribbean movie ah. franchise. Go, you go, Rock. Yeah, Jungle Cruise one, two, Who's, three. Who wouldn't behind, love a movie behind that backside rock. of water? That's right. <laughs> who wouldn't love uh, the Rock and and Mary Poppins 2.0. I mean, come on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Just saying. Uh, hey, uh, you lovely folks in California, you're uh, being screwed by your government one more time. Uh, a new California law banning hotels from providing small plastic bottles will take effect in 2023. So they're going to have to figure out how to get shampoo to you in a non-plastic container. <laughs> They're just going to give you a bowl of it when you check in and go, here, take take this to your room. (laughs) What in the blue hell is wrong with these people? I'm sorry, Jen. I know Jen's watching, and I'm not talking about you. (laughs) This California just is crazy. Yeah. I'm with Lex Luthor. I'm just going to drop a nuke in the San Andreas Fall, crack it off, and make it an island. (laughs) Oh, my God. You can do whatever you want then. Please address all cards and letters to Tony Castanova at Disney Parks Podcast. I'm going to buy some beef, uh, beachfront property along the San Andreas Fault. 
Oh, my God. Oh, my God. All right, moving on. All right. Uh, there's a new Dooney and Burke nautical collection aboard the Disney Cruise Line. Hey, original Mouseketeer Karen Pendleton died at 73. Aw. Sorry. They're, they're going. They're yeah, going. We're losing our heroes. Yep. Uh Disney uh, Resort streamlines the stroller park uh, policy on the parking structure. So this is at Disneyland. Everything in any kind of transportation now needs to be folded. Apparently, there were some areas on the front and the back of the trams that you can leave your stroller unfolded. Now everything must be folded. So be forewarned. Everything's folded here. I don't know why they were letting people. Anyway. How how are they going to fold the uh, monorail? Oh, I'm sorry. They're talking about strollers. <laughs> yeah. You said uh, everything transportation needs to be folded. No, everything like, that you're taking onto a mode of transportation yeah, yeah. needs to be I'm folded. Just, I'm just messing with your you. kids, your grandma. Everything's got to be folded up nicely <laughs> before you put them on. <laughs> I don't want to be folded up into a grandma. Shut up! You're right. being folded. <laughs> why are you putting me in overhead storage? Because it's cheaper that way. All right, kids, All you right. know how to do it. Get folded. <laughs> All right. It's like a Steve Morton thing. Let's get small. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Disneyland. We are so glad that you were here. <laughs> we're going to show you a few ways that you can practice people origami. <laughs> you can make a pterodactyl, a hat, a brooch. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Hey, Deluxe Burger over here on the uh, East Coast adds a grilled or fried chicken as a substitute to any burger. Listen, if you're going to a place that's called Deluxe Burger, Burger. I'm going to reach out and say they're selling burgers. Right. (laughs) Don't go to a burger joint looking for chicken. But I but I want a chicken sandwich. Then you go to Go to Chick-fil-A. No, you go to the chicken guy if you want chicken. Oh God, don't do that. (laughs) Go to the chicken guy if you want chicken. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, this is a rumor has not been confirmed, but test track is closing for a refurbishment in January of 2020. I assume this is going to make some updates to make it 2021, you know, show ready. Uh, That's my assumption. It's not been confirmed. Yikes. Uh, the little store in, uh, Disney Springs, Uniqlo, is going to open. What? The two story store. Yes. The little Japanese store store that only sells things for. Small, medium. Any people. Small and medium. Yeah. (laughs) If you ask them for a large, they'd look at you like you have 10 heads. (laughs) What? You can't can't fit into this? No, I'd not fit into this. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They're opening up a new location here at the Florida Mall. So if you're going to either the mall or Disney Springs, now you can get some uh, small and medium Disney-inspired shirts. Right. There you go. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being a part of the live show. I think we'll probably do a little bit of Q&A at the end here. Sure. uh, Because Jen, apparently I accidentally upset her. I didn't mean to upset her, but I think she's – well, she's from California. So, you know, anyway. um, Make sure that you come find us live each and every Monday night at 8 p.m. Facebook.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. You can come find us there or YouTube or uh, Instagram at Disney Parks Podcast. You can also find us on on Twitter at Disney uh, Podcaster, but we want you to definitely come over to DisneyParksPodcast.com. You can find great links to all of our friends, uh, great sponsors like Destinations to Travel. 
definitely go to Disney Parks Podcast. Excuse me, Disney Parks Podcast.com slash destinations to travel. Hiccups. Fill out those forms and uh, let someone from Destination to to Travel uh, help you take advantage of the 25 or 35% off offers they have going on. Uh, and if you love the show, go to patreon.com slash, you guessed it, Disney Parks Podcast and uh, sign up for that. Take advantage of the extra Magic Hour shows that we do for you guys. And unless you have anything else, Tony, yep. if we don't see you online, we'll see you in the parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Disney Parks.